Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have a great conversation today because we're going to be going back to the basics. We're going to be talking about branding and websites. You know, I can't tell you how many times people tell me, well, I don't need that because I'm on Facebook or one of the other social media platforms, right? And I tell them, yeah, right. No. (laughs) So we're going to have a great conversation today. So please join me in welcoming Bogdan Paladichak today from Kiev. Oh my gosh. Welcome, Bogdan. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing. I'm doing good. Uh, as good as it's possible. Uh, staying motivated. Staying, staying hungry. I guess for creative stuff, for helping the country and doing as much noise as possible right. for the clients, for the country, for the economy, for the armed forces, and right. keeping up the bravery vibes. I would say that's what we do here. I know. You know, it, it, it's and and we'll probably talk about it in a uh, you know in in more detail about how you're even still continuing to function as a business. Thank God for remote work and you know being able to have clients around the world. But you know it is it's a challenge that unfortunately or unfortunately most of us have absolutely no idea about. Um you know and and so but but yes, yeah, so we'll talk about it more in in detail. But let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will just really jump into this. So as a okay. tech startup or even any startup, right? We're, the tips that we're going to be talking about go for anybody. But you function on working with tech startups. But anyhow, as a tech startup, you need more than effective and usual product. You need to build a brand identity. This is where Bogdan Paladichuk comes in from Kiev, Ukraine. He's been an active creative director, brand strategist, and entrepreneur for over a decade. Bogdan's creative vision combines tried and true practices in UI UX design with a mastery in sound production, videography, copywriting, marketing, and human psychology. I love that part. Bogdan has a documented history of transforming SAAS products into juicy brands that stand out from an ever-growing crowd. As a talented creative, Bogdan is passionate about monitoring and staying updated on modern trends in branding. His technique focuses on striking the perfect balance between how good the product looks and how efficiently it works. So again, Bogdan, welcome. Hello, hello, welcome. I'm always very blushed to hear this, you know, kind of epic story about myself because, you know, yeah. You're not always looking back at right, your professional right. career and thinking in those terms because you're always doing that stuff, always grinding. That's just smoking. how we are, right? You know, and, and when we hear, you know, and and there, it, it's funny. Uh, one of my other friends is an expert on bragging about yourself. I mean, that's what she teaches for a living, and she said, you know, this really is absolutely so incredibly important to brag about ourselves because if we don't. Who will, right? 
For sure. Unless you have a good PR manager and a great brand communication team that that does it for you. you. So Bogdan, tell us a little bit about how it is that you got to where you are today. How did you discover that this is your passion in life? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I was studying in university and I was doing a bunch of different like activities, creative wise. I was uh, part of the comedy skits. I was doing a little mm-hmm. bit of stand up. I was doing script producing. I was doing script writing. I was always part of those uh, video production group that we had for the comedy performances mm-hmm. as well. And this is where I discovered that uh, having the creative message delivered to the people mm-hmm. is something that I'm very passionate about right. because. I just love granting people emotions. I believe mm-hmm. emotions have a huge impact on my mm-hmm. personal life, mm-hmm. right? On any human life, actually, mm-hmm. because this is, you know, when you feel things, it's way different than you're just reading some information. Mm-hmm. And I believe that right. emotions actually have very big impact on how people go through life, what mm-hmm. they're thinking, what they're doing. And therefore, I understood that being part of the emotion, emotion generation crew mm-hmm. is definitely something that I'm passionate about. Right. So, this has been following me, like following me throughout the whole life. Cause mm-hmm. again, the sound production that I do also mm-hmm. like as a hobby mm-hmm. for myself is about giving that emotion mm-hmm. and both the visuals and the sound, they have something in common. Like mm-hmm. they are not usually tangible items. You cannot really touch them or play right. around with them. It's the matter of ways. It's mm-hmm. visual ways mm-hmm. or sound ways that mm-hmm. you perceive and you get this emotion. Mm-hmm. And this again, this emotion influences you a lot. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I want to definitely be part of a team that is going to be out of nothing, mm-hmm. creating the mm-hmm. set of emotions, good mm-hmm. emotions, good vibes mm-hmm. for humans. Mm-hmm. And then when I was mm-hmm. doing lots of these different activities, I kind of leaned more towards the idea part of things. Mm-hmm. I would say I really loved mm-hmm. coming up with new ideas. Mm-hmm. And then there has to be a med- medium where you actually make them come alive. Right. So it's either... The visual again medium mm-hmm. or the, the audible vid- mm-hmm. medium or you can combine both of them mm-hmm. so this is where i started exploring like besides doing the sound thing mm-hmm. i was also like doing design myself i mm-hmm. taught myself design because i was always like inspired by the aesthetics mm-hmm. and whenever i would see something with my eyes i would mm-hmm. go just like wow that's beautiful this mm-hmm. is like again this whole emotion that i feel inside mm-hmm. i wanted to be the one creating them so this is how i started pursuing the mm-hmm. design vector mm-hmm. And after I got into design, I was like so passionate about like the whole thing. I always loved the bigger picture. Whenever I was part of something, I always loved to see the the biggest bird's eye view on how things work, why they work. Like this probably logical part of myself, mm-hmm. the interrelations of how the systems work, interrelation of how people perceive things got me always driven to extend what i'm capable of mm-hmm. so whenever i was switching jobs like a next job and next job right. i was expanding what i was capable of and at one point i understood that i can really drive a bigger vehicle in order to deliver create emotions mm-hmm. for the people and this vehicle is going to be a business and a team mm-hmm. so i thought like hey I'm a good designer, but what if I was kind of behind work of 50 designers, I don't okay. know, 70 okay. designers? Mm-hmm. How much impact can we make in that setup? Right. So this drove me to starting a business. Mm-hmm. And initially in the business, we were just doing what I was good at. And I could kind of hire people that I knew what they're going to do and mm-hmm. what's the expected outcome. Mm-hmm. And as we scaled and scaled and got to where we are right now, we're doing mm-hmm. a bunch of different things right now. We do branding, we do website mm-hmm. design. We do motion design, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the biggest part of it, I would say, is also like ad campaigns. Mm-hmm. So whenever a business needs to communicate something, mm-hmm. we're going to come up with this creative way how to do right. it. 
mm-hmm. and then again flush it out on the website mm-hmm. brand motion video or whatever mm-hmm. and that's hella fun mm-hmm. at least for me personally mm-hmm. so i guess my favorite part of the job that is definitely making me happy where i am right now is again working with amazing team with amazing mm-hmm. professionals that have something to say to this world mm-hmm. and really promoting the valuable business messages mm-hmm. right so i would never go for promoting a beer so to say i love it personally but as yeah, a brand there's as a pretty company, cool beer campaigns <laughs> there are they're they're amazing for sure and i love them as art mm-hmm. but as the thing promoted to humans so hey like let's consume more beer i'm not necessarily sure right. that it mm-hmm. leads us in the mm-hmm. right direction even mm-hmm. though we're gonna have nothing against the, mm-hmm. the beer itself i love it personally but as a brand i definitely understood mm-hmm. that we have this power of amplifying the messages mm-hmm. with right. what we do mm-hmm creatively and getting more and more people hear the message and actually resonate with it. That's why we decided that really a big focus of what we're going to be doing as a company is going to be amplifying the messages that matter. Mm-hmm. And what matters to me, I think one of the biggest things is definitely like the progress of humanity itself. Right. And the biggest progress is currently happening in tech, mm-hmm. like all these tech inventions. like Oh AI, my gosh, AI, 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 AI. It, it right? is scary. <laughs> like, it got so advanced and it's getting so advanced that people are already like scared of that kind of progress. But I believe this is like an inevitable move for the humanity right. that has been, and not even humanity actually, but, but for the earth itself that has been out there for a long time. And it has been coming from zero, from simplicity to super advanced, right? Like this is how things evolve. So I believe, yes, the next mm-hmm. big stage of the evolution is going to be the uh, human computer synergy right uh, so to say mm-hmm. and yeah we are here to play our part in it in making this transition like mm-hmm. as beautiful as user-friendly as mm-hmm. human-friendly creating human-friendly systems visuals uh, oh yeah your, so like your website is gorgeous which is cream but that's with a q the cream q-r-e-e-m no, yes, Q-R-E-A-M, sorry, dot com. So everybody check it out. It is a cool website. Yeah, if you like a little bit of inspiration or actually even a lot. I'm not mm-hmm. even sure you're oh, ready yeah. for, for well, how much it is. Well, it should highlight everything you guys do, right? Yeah, but like we also had this function not just to highlight the stuff that we do, but also again, deliver that in motion. So on right. the very first screen, we would have this 3D figure that is mm-hmm. rotatable and you can... Mm-hmm spin around and even press some secret buttons that are going to give you like even some extra effects. Yeah. Ooh, there's, like, I got to look for those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the bottom right corner. There's this, okay. like, yeah, I guess there's no surprise for the people watching, but I believe the people are going to find it. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. It gives you all these visual effects because again, we want to deliver the emotion mm-hmm. like, Hey, be yourself be different. Mm-hmm. And this way you're going right. to actually be relevant and mm-hmm. be interesting because again, mm-hmm. being like everybody else is just a, uh, road to nowhere i believe i mm-hmm. maybe it works for somebody but definitely uh, people like personality people mm-hmm. like something special mm-hmm. about the brands about mm-hmm. the companies they like the reason like how why the company is doing mm-hmm. that or this and this was also said by steve jobs he was right. saying that mm-hmm. people do care a lot mm-hmm. why apple exists mm-hmm. what is our mission and vision mm-hmm. not just we are the best manufacturers right. of the product itself right. so I think it is also mm-hmm. very important. And again, uh, I might be competent, but uh, take Steve Jobs' uh, competency as more. Oh, uh, he was special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my gosh. I was just furiously taking notes here as, as you were talking because there were so many things that, that I was thinking about, you know, that we need to discuss. 
Let's talk about stuff from your business perspective here for a second, because like you said, you're now the boss. Um, yes. you know, and, and, and you've got a, a fairly large workforce working for you. I'm assuming many of them remotely, you know, maybe even around the world. One of the things that, that when I talk to entrepreneurs that they find the hardest is being the boss because all of a sudden they're not, or maybe not all of a sudden, but they're no longer doing what their passion was, which was, you know, developing the websites or new products or whatever it was. So how do you keep up the enthusiasm when, you, when you're having to worry about hiring, firing, finding clients, bookkeeping? I mean, all of those things. How do you keep up your, your passion, which is, is very obvious? How do you keep that up? Okay. So I think very interesting concept of it is the hardest part is definitely scaling itself. Mm. Because when you hire first people, fire mm -hmm. first people, you kind of start do things mm -hmm. in operations, start mm -hmm. to lay out the operations fundamentals mm -hmm. of these things. Mm -hmm. There's like nobody here to help you, right. I guess. Or at you're least doing it all. Here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're doing it mm -hmm. all and you don't even know how to do it properly. Mm -hmm. So I personally always had this gut feeling mm -hmm. that I always know what I'm doing. And okay. it actually got me to the point mm -hmm. where I am right now. And then as I was doing these things, right, and again, I was like very driven and passionate and I still am. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just the passions, they change, mm -hmm. uh, right. I believe. So when, when you're going through this process, you kind of figure out that these things I like, these things I don't like, mm -hmm. these things I'm good at, these things I'm bad at, or maybe there's somebody better. Mm -hmm. But I'm not afraid to admit that mm -hmm. obviously you can be bad at something because you mm -hmm. can never be right. ultimately can't be good at, at 360 yeah, field. And that's why I think just ask Elon is, Musk, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, he still has partners covering different parts of things. Right. So he's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And this is an important point. Like mm -hmm. I have business uh, partners uh -huh. in my agency. I have two co-owners. Mm -hmm. One of them is my co-founder, which we initially started with. And one of them is co-owner. Mm -hmm. So we have, it's three of us. And okay. it's absolutely amazing because uh, the co-owner that is responsible for the finance part he's mm -hmm. very good at the finance mm -hmm. part he's doing that primarily mm -hmm. there's a person that is in love with uh, negotiations with mm -hmm. the sales with partnership with meeting new people mm -hmm. he's responsible for that mm -hmm. i always knew i'm like the creative guy mm -hmm. i really can generate a bazillion okay. ideas okay. like straight up it's very easy for me because my brain is just wired mm -hmm. like that and i also kind of have Again, interest in psychology. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I kind of can understand mm -hmm. people right. because I'm exploring myself, exploring the people mm -hmm. around around me as well. And that's why I understood like these things I love. So I de definitely have a clear vision about where mm -hmm. we're going, why we're going, what this mm -hmm. world needs. I know how to find the best people and to mm -hmm. spot the people who are very passionate about what they're doing and who are good at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm very good at generating ideas of mm -hmm. how it can be done. Right. And then I can be confidently covered on the operational side of things and mm -hmm. I can be covered on any other aspects of the business. So yeah, for me, it is really nice to have business partners. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's very important if you really mm -hmm. want to be successful with everything, right. you can all do it all by yourself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of VCs are also talking about it, that when they found some startups, they would be looking, is there one founder or multiple? Mm -hmm. Because one people, one person right. cannot be mm -hmm. good at everything. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that is, uh, I guess that would be the answer to the questions of having the business partners and figuring out what you like and what mm -hmm. you don't like and having the courage, because it indeed takes courage mm -hmm. to delegate the things right. that to other people mm -hmm. and fully trust them mm -hmm. in doing the 
part of the job that they can be better than you. Right. And this way, in this synergy, you can actually move mm-hmm. as a team and do mm-hmm. great things. Right. Yeah, it, it's funny. I, I work on a big volunteer team project, um, and and I'm overall in charge. And bless my little little people, they keep reminding me that I need to delegate. And you know, and and I have great people. I wouldn't be working with them if they weren't great people. But it's really hard for me to say I can. You know, I need you to do this. Because I could just do it myself, right? <laughs> you know, and, and, and sometimes I could even do it faster. But what I have discovered is by honoring them, by giving them that opportunity, it allows them to grow and maybe take on bigger roles and, and do all sorts of things. So I think when we try and, and you know, whether it's a business, volunteer, family, whatever, you know, when we try and keep it all to ourselves, we're, n- we're hurting the people around us. Yes, it has to do a lot with the ego, the mm-hmm. ego part of the psychology. Oh, right? yeah. Me, mm-hmm. me, mine, I'm important. <laughs> but it's my more. project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. spotlight on me. I was the one behind it sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, letting go of that is definitely mm-hmm. something that every conscious mm-hmm. person should do right. in order to strive mm-hmm. in a synergy, and mm-hmm. I believe. And this is one of the problems that I also see mm-hmm. being reflected in some of the works that we do with clients. I wouldn't yeah. address it as the... As right. a problem, mm-hmm. but I see this kind of point mm-hmm. of view. So, for example, the, the, the who's in charge and who's really in charge? <laughs> sort of, sort of. But when the clients would come asking for the website design kind of thing, and we've been doing it for like lots of time, right? Like for mm-hmm. years and years. Mm-hmm. So, we're kind of good at it. We right. have already like a big expertise mm-hmm. at it. But a lot of times, client would also like to integrate their own mm-hmm. kind of desires. Right. Of, oh, oh, I, yeah. I mm-hmm. see it like that. I mm-hmm. want it like that. I think this is a better idea. Mm-hmm. Even though, you, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of not. We right. always try to communicate. Like, mm-hmm. it can be like that. Mm-hmm. And I believe, again, this is not good, not bad. It's just the right. fact that exists there. And sometimes and they do have great a, ideas, right? Mm-hmm. They do, for sure. But, like, it's their ego speaking that, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's kind of my project. Mm-hmm. And unless I have my vision incorporated mm-hmm. into that, I'm not going to be fully aligned with it. I'm not going to be feeling it. So sometimes, like, and again, it's not good. It's not bad. Right. It's just like fact that exists. But the most conscious clients, I believe, mm-hmm. they are acknowledging that in themselves mm-hmm. that like, okay, this is me and I'm good mm-hmm. at these things. These mm-hmm. are designers. They're good at what they're doing. Right. We're so hiring you to do them. this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this like trust between these mm-hmm. two parties is very essential mm-hmm. and again i know what it is to give out uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know the possibilities to somebody else or to trust somebody in doing right. something that you feel that you're better at or make you kind of feel some mm-hmm. internal competency but if that trust happens again you can both carry more mm-hmm. kind of weight right rather than you mm-hmm. know having to carry like the same backpack mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. i don't know not necessarily the most productive way to go but yeah i say like letting go of your personal ego mm-hmm. is very important to achieving mm-hmm. great results because the more opinions you have uh the more versatile mm-hmm. the set of options that you can take and really get the best mm-hmm. solution possible right when you are really like it's just me and mine mm-hmm. and it's not happening otherwise mm-hmm. you're limiting mm-hmm. like the whole possible mm-hmm set of options mm-hmm. that are possible for your project just by your mm-hmm. own like right. narrowed mm-hmm. bias. And again, you should be confident mm-hmm. in what you're doing. And right. like, it has to do a lot with confidence. You sometimes mm-hmm. cannot feel confident mm-hmm. because somebody else is doing that and mm-hmm. you're like doubting that. Mm-hmm. But I believe that having this trust to the mm-hmm. partner is extremely uh, important mm-hmm. right. part. Well, and sometimes it can just be a little tweak 
and and it makes a huge difference, right? You know, hey, what if we move the menu over here? What if we change this color? What if we do this graphic? Um, you know, and 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 it's it's interesting because you know I've I've done website design for for many years, and I've had the clients that don't want to let go. Um, I remember years ago I worked for an agency, and we had this client, and this was long enough ago that we did not have email. So this is really a long time ago. Um, and you know, we had email, but it was really pretty basic, certainly not like what we have now. <laughs> and we came in one day and the the client had been writing notes and then had faxed it to us. And we had 72 pages of faxes from this guy. 72. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> and about that point, we decided this is not going to work. I mean, you know, he and and bless him, he was incredibly passionate about what he was doing, obviously. But he was also spending hours and hours and hours just looking at other websites and going, I want my site to do this. I want my site to do this. And the problem was he was never stopping to think how it would all go together. Um, you know, and and that's where, as I said, you know, we rely on experts like you to say, that's a great idea. However, <laughs> you know, um, you know, and 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 to be able to be tactful and without you know, now sometimes you just have to be blunt and say nope, that's not going to work. Um, but as long as you're able to explain it, then they should accept it because again, we hired you as the expert to do it. Um, you know, we hired you for that knowledge and that expertise. But it is, it's a challenge, um, and it really is a challenge to start delegating because. You know, I think one of the things you, and you mentioned the word ego, I think some of it is, you know, but I'm the only one that can do it right. And, you know, when I finally came to the realization that maybe somebody's going to do it different and it's not wrong, that's where it's, it's, it's great. Um, you know, and, and so I, I just love that to, to be able to do that. But how many sites do you still actually, how many projects do you really get in there and still work on? Or you know, are you just kind of the, the overseer? Thankfully, this year and actually like last two months ago, mm-hmm. I resigned from the creative director position uh-huh. at our company. Okay, okay. And that was like a very big move for me, actually, mm-hmm. because I was always in all the projects and mm-hmm. I always needed to supervise, even maybe not being mm-hmm. directly super involved, right. but I needed to make sure everything you is You had right. to have your little finger in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, kind of it's, uh, I'm a CEO and I'm responsible mm-hmm. for the company. I need to mm-hmm. make sure that the product that we're doing mm-hmm. is really great mm-hmm. and it always has been. But again, I was always looking at that. Mm-hmm. But now we have this person in the company that has been hired two years ago Mm -hmm. and he was growing ever since like very Mm -hmm. powerfully Mm -hmm. and then there was this project where i like didn't have much time it was kind of like an easier sort of project as as i would say like it's predictable for ourselves Mm -hmm. so we knew clearly what to do right and i wasn't involved there that Mm -hmm. much but then what i was looking at what he's doing how he's doing how Mm -hmm. he's engaging with the team the level of the ideas Mm -hmm. i was like i could trust you in that Mm -hmm. and I believe that you can do everything mm-hmm. better than me, different mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. And this is this has been absolutely a great move because I love just developing people from our company, mm-hmm. I guess. I love people with passion because they're always doing the best things in this mm-hmm. world possible. And now this person, mm-hmm. uh, his name is Andri, he's a creative director at our mm-hmm. company and he's currently in all the projects looking mm-hmm. at the things, generating just wonderful ideas. I love and it. Thank you. And I know him actually like for quite a bit of time because 
we started uh, in the comedy together in the university. Okay. So we were actually like in the team for quite a bit of time generating these ideas when we were youngsters. And then our professional paths mm-hmm. also cro- crossed and I can trust him fully in what mm-hmm. he's doing. And he's absolutely great at it, mm-hmm. which also gets me to a bigger room of growing right. my business mm-hmm. as well. Like you like said, you can scale even heights. bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scale bigger, do like find cooler mm-hmm. ways to do stuff, maybe, you know, kind of engage with more businesses mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just get the, the production to the next level. And now I have time for this because I, you know, I don't have to now mm-hmm. kind of micromanage right. the, the creative production. Mm-hmm. And I'm as a founder, extremely happy to have things like that mm-hmm. because I know that the success of the business mm-hmm. is not anymore primarily dependent on me only right. because mm-hmm. this is very scary stage of the business. It was like mm-hmm. first five years, they were kind of like that, where right. I understood that if mm-hmm. I sneeze, I cough, I mm-hmm. get sick mm-hmm. or something yeah, like that. Work like, stops. There's a mm-hmm. possibility that something might go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's, yeah. But thankfully again, I know that mm-hmm. cream is fully sustainable right now. We have mm-hmm. all this knowledge legacy. We have all the processes absolutely in place. We know how to tackle every single mm-hmm. task as mm-hmm. a system, but at the same time, it also has this randomness component where you actually always gonna come up with ideas and brainstorm in the best way and that's what i really love about the job i really hate the operation stuff mm-hmm. personally i just don't like the burden there right. but like things. you said you hire somebody who likes it and is good at it yeah yeah absolutely and yeah thankfully i have a creative director that is running these things and i can be scaling the scaling the business and this is what i'm uh, on to very cool very cool you know, you mentioned the comedy aspect several times, and, and I love this because, in essence, you're using both sides of your brain, right? Um, but, you know, I'm I'm a marketing person. I've been doing marketing since, uh, you know, very long time ago. And we were always taught that we're solving someone's pain. And, you know, that's But to me, we need to, to flip it. And I think this is a, a lot of what you do. It's not that we're solving their p- pain. It's that we're bringing them pleasure. And, and I love that idea because it is, it's, you know, how can we make them happy to now, you know, yeah, you probably are solving a pain for them, but there's, you know, solving a pain, like ripping a bandaid off or there's, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. We're, we love it. We're going to get more clients. We're going to sell more. I mean, those are obviously very important things, but from the, the perspective too, of, you know, somebody buying the product or service, they're going, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. So do you, do you think that because you're more on that very creative and maybe even the, the comedic side that you do think more about, you know, how can we bring pleasure to people? Yeah, I believe that the pleasure component is actually what is called the brand in the biggest mm-hmm. sense, because brand is a set of emotions and associations mm-hmm. that people have with your product or service. Mm-hmm. So it has to do like your product is your product. And everything that you, everything you relate to emotionally within mm-hmm. like this product or how you, how you relate to the product or company is in the brand part mm-hmm. of it. So it's way bigger than people mm-hmm. think. Usually people think of brand as of a uh, visual identity, right. colors, logos, and mm-hmm. that's it. Actually, brand again is the whole psychological right. lens on mm-hmm. your business in mm-hmm. people's eyes. So yeah, this is, this is the domain where we work at. The product mm-hmm. solves the pain directly. Mm-hmm. Right. But then again, Everything that you feel towards solving that pain, towards the company that is solving mm-hmm. that pain, how they're doing it, how they're speaking, is in the brand aspect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is this is where we lay, this is where the emotions are laying, mm-hmm. and this is where we play to mm-hmm. get them triggered and make them serve the mm-hmm. the selling of the product if it's worthy. Right. Right. You know, and and I love that you do all of this because 
One of the things that, that I hear the most, and you know, and we've seen this for, I don't know, maybe five years at least, is it's in some ways pretty simple to do your own website, right? You can sign up for you know various you know uh, services and they come pre-designed and, and all of those things. And now, obviously, for businesses starting out, that might be the only thing that they can do. I mean, you know, that's that's you know, they they just need to get something out there and, and get it there because, like we said at the very start, you you can't rely on Facebook, you can't reply on you know, rely on any of that because they could go away. They're their own toys, you know. Keep your own toys in your own house, um, and but you know, it's when you're using some some you know some service like that, it is just very basic. And and the really big thing is. As you said, they're not putting any branding. They're not, you know, putting any any of the special sauce into it that working with a professional does. So, really, walk us through what is the process on working with you? Okay, so the process. Uh, I'll take it even a step back and tell you what's the biggest problem of doing okay. the website okay. and the website builder. Because actually, uh, as with the design, it's all about the thinking. It's right. all about the strategy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all about this idea part mm-hmm. of things. And then you can use any tool to mm-hmm. make it come alive mm-hmm. in the other day. So actually, a website builder can be a great tool serving you to do the job almost like at uh, 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. kind of result. Mm-hmm. If you know what to do with it. And mm-hmm. then the website itself, actually, I believe is a specific language mm-hmm. and businesses usually the founders they don't speak the website language right we're the gonna website... cut and paste our brochure text exactly <laughs> and this is not how it works because it has to do a lot with the perception of how users look at it like and there is like again a huge bunch of mistakes that can be done wrong and again when you just take the raw business messaging and saying like we innovate the innovation and then you put it on the website now i don't understand what you're doing yeah i get innovate the, innovation <laughs> it's exactly that's uh and this is a very frequent so like it's either the blurry messaging or like the very direct messaging mm-hmm. Like it is, again, a science of translating the business value into the language of the website. And it right. comes a lot with the messaging part of it and then the design, the visual mm-hmm. part of it, and then the coding part of it. Mm-hmm. And then again, you have to always acknowledge how the people are going to be looking at it. Because if you, for example, we had this case where we were doing the social project and mm-hmm. it was the intended for the people who were at the bomb shelters, mm-hmm. for example, right? And that mm-hmm. context adds a lot because mm-hmm. you know that the people are going to be underground right. with bad internet connection, mm-hmm. browsing from their phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently their phones are not going to be the latest iPhones either. Mm-hmm. Usually that's right. the case. Yeah. I mean, so when just, you acknowledge yeah. that, you you start thinking mm-hmm. from that perspective. Right. So we need to basic, do something that's going to fast. Mm-hmm. Basic, basic, load fast, then it's going to be looking good on the mobile. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the primary mm-hmm. like platform. It has to look mm-hmm. good on any screen size, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you don't have to take these things into account when you're mm-hmm. doing something like high-end, for example, I don't mm-hmm. know, like a yacht website. Mm-hmm. You know that people are going to be buying yachts, mm-hmm. probably are going to be using more advanced kind of right. tools mm-hmm. to, to get it. Mm-hmm. But this context is, is important and everything in design is extremely important because again, you're trying to tailor the message to the, uh, to the audience as well. So the, the process of how it looks with us, we, first of all, we learn what the business is, mm-hmm. what the product is, 
what are the strong sides of it? What's the positioning? So how do they communicate their product is good on the marketing language? Is there a marketing strategy mm-hmm. over there? So we learn all this kind of business objective mm-hmm. side of things. And then what do they want to have accomplished in the next year? So what would be right. the great success result? Mm-hmm. So we now know what business wants. Mm-hmm. And there's the side of it, what kind of market wants, what mm-hmm. users want, what do they expect? Mm-hmm. And this is already said by the competitors, by, by what's already out there on the market. So we would analyze that part. Okay, like mm-hmm. where does our product stand competition-wise? Mm-hmm. What are competitors saying? What are they stressing on? What are their mm-hmm. unique advantages? What language are they using to communicate about their product? Mm-hmm. Then we can gather up and understand how we can be different, but be ourselves. So how can we shine the best mm-hmm. and outshine the competitors okay. to not be the mm-hmm. same as they are? Mm-hmm. And that, again, comes into the... And then you put, you take this kind of information mm-hmm. that you do on the strategy part mm-hmm. of things, and then it can be a brand identity, a communication mm-hmm. strategy, a mm-hmm. website, a promo video, mm-hmm. or even the complex set tools of this, how you want to get this message delivered mm-hmm. to the to the audience. Mm-hmm. So really, like that's again where we best at bridging the strategy part and then the execution part of it. Right. So we we would say the process of the website. Mm-hmm. So we have the, we know what we want to sell, to whom we want to sell. Mm-hmm what other people are saying, what are they talking about your product? And then we come up with a narrative that is unique, specific, relevant to a specific tone of voice for the product that we're working with, right? Mm-hmm. So once we have the narrative and the structure of the narrative, then we come to the visual part of things. Mm-hmm. And then we figure out what kind of style is going to be working, mm-hmm. what styles do competitors have, what style is currently something that is relevant to the audience. Mm-hmm. We pick the, the visual style. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't exist on the brand identity kind of side of things. Mm-hmm. And next part is where we bridge the messages and the visuals okay. together. Mm-hmm. And when we have this design then. Mm-hmm. But after that, obviously we will do the development mm-hmm. and make sure that it works properly, right. works on mm-hmm. all the devices, gets mm-hmm. loaded fast mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So this is how the process mm-hmm. is going from our side. And this is extremely important from, for my personal, at least like design belief that message always comes first because mm. the design is the way to visualize the message. So you're saying like, mm-hmm. we want to communicate about that we mm-hmm. sell natural organic apples mm-hmm. for cheaper price than competitors, mm-hmm. right? right? So then you need to come up with a great copyright, mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. put that into message so people get it. And actually it's not about the copyright, it's about the whole idea, right? Mm-hmm. Because it can be right. way broader than just uh, writing something on a banner. Mm-hmm. It can be like an Oscar scan a QR code and then mm-hmm. you have this fresh apple popping in front of your eyes and then you can flip it and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. I, I got the point. So there's so mm-hmm. many ways of how you can mm-hmm. communicate about the point, but the message always comes first, figuring out the right mm-hmm. message again. And it's important to distinguish between, mm-hmm. again, the, the business value message, like, you know, we sell cheap apples mm-hmm. and how to make it right. on the consumer language. Mm-hmm. And this translation mm-hmm. is extremely important. And this is where the biggest... Mm-hmm. gap is happening again right. when the founders will be just visualizing the pure business lingo mm-hmm. on the visual mm-hmm. language of things skipping this kind of intermediary part mm-hmm. which lies in the creative and mm-hmm. strategy so again yeah we have this message and then we find the best way how to make this message mm-hmm. hard right right maybe it maybe it is buying a million fresh apples and throwing them in the city mm-hmm. and then you know kind of having a qr code on mm-hmm. this apple this mm-hmm. is also a way to communicate right. with people. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be a banner mm-hmm. video or something that, mm-hmm. or again, classically, we're saying mm-hmm. like we want to, you know, get this message mm-hmm. delivered to the whole country by using set of billboards, right. I don't know, move mm-hmm. ads on cars. Yeah. What, what are the, the complementary type of, of products? Yeah. You take the items. specifics. Right. 
you take the specifics mm-hmm. of the medium mm-hmm. and then you can create the best mm-hmm. uh, decision possible right. again on the on design mm-hmm. side of things. So yeah, for me, the clients that will come and say like, just draw something and we're going to come up with the messaging later on. No. To me, it's just is a right. bad way of doing things because again, in order to know mm-hmm. how to visualize, you right. need to understand what to mm-hmm. visualize mm-hmm. and this always should come first. Right. Well, and I, you speak in my language because you know one of the things that, that I tell people is, you have to figure out from the very start who you are selling to, right? And, and you know, how many times, and you probably have this happen multiple times too, you know, who is your target audience? And they look at you and they say, everybody. No, there is no, I don't think, I personally do not think there is a product or service that every single person would be interested in. Now there might be, you know, some some big ones and and that's what I like like about, you know, you know who you're going to, you know, you could design websites for anybody. You're going to work with a very specific set of people. Like you said, you know, those that want to make a difference, things like that. And you know, once we get them down from thinking, okay, we're not going to target everybody. And and the thought process is obviously I can make more money if I sell to everybody. Well, but if 99 out of 100 aren't going to buy or at least click through, right? Then you've wasted time. Um, you know, and, and so figuring out that who your audience is, and then as you said, how do you reach them? You know, are these people who are really tech savvy? Are these people, you know, one of my favorite things that I see are like the, the you know, you're, you're somewhere near say a, a, a jail, right? You know, there's jails everywhere. And the signs, the billboards outside are the bail bondsmen. So you you can figure out, hey, from a phone, they can probably see that sign, right? You know, not, putting their stuff on a website, no, that's not going to work. You know, so figure out how it is that you're going to reach them and then go from there. And then, you know, the big thing that I think so many people, and I'm guilty of this uh, on occasion myself, is that final call to action. You know, it looks great. It sounds great. But how do I take that next step? And whether that next step is getting more information, spending money, I mean, whatever it is, we get so caught up in, oh, this looks pretty, that we forget that we have another step that we have to do. Yes, I absolutely agree uh, with all your points. And there's been mentioned, like you mentioned the multiple pro- like problems mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. businesses face. Mm-hmm. It's how to build the funnel and, you know, kind of where to put what, mm-hmm. what is the last call to action. And the most important part mm-hmm. is definitely knowing who you're selling to. Right. And a great example, like it's that is definitely like a good way to say like we're selling mm-hmm. to everybody. But it's mm-hmm. any other day when you're like trying to be relevant for everybody, you're you're being relevant to nobody. Right. And this is a very common thing. You can break through this barrier. You can mm-hmm. think, listen and think like, huh, maybe not. But then again, if I told you like, hey, buy an apple, there's a banner that says like, hey, buy an apple. This is one type of banner. Mm-hmm. And then there is a banner saying like, hey, Deb, we know you like apples. Right. We should get this one. You get like, Mm-hmm. reaction okay. to it because it okay. speaks mm-hmm. to yourself they kind of like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. there is some relevancy of the banner mm-hmm. you feel kind of more familiar with that and like you kind of think that these people know your actual real problems mm-hmm. know why do you want that apple mm-hmm. and you know they, they got something for you and i mm-hmm. think this personalization is extremely important so the better you know who your customer is the better you can mm-hmm. sell there's also a very good example of uh one of the ice ice cream brands uh, mm-hmm. in Ukraine as well. So they learn about like who their customers are mm-hmm. and how they're making purchases. And they mm-hmm. found out that 
there's a big portion of dads that are walking around the park with their son. And Uh while they're walking around, Mm -hmm. they would like to treat him with ice cream. Mm -hmm. So they really found this specific nuance that was actually repeating Mm -hmm. multiple times. So they would place their kind of selling points Mm -hmm. in the parks and Mm -hmm. using all that communication to support Mm -hmm. that, like, hey, get your kid an ice cream, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it is the store is located in the convenient location. And then this is how they got mm-hmm. very good sales. Right. And also they got like situational leadership in that point. Mm-hmm. So whenever you would be walking around the park, you always would see this ice cream. And then this walk in the park with your son is going to be associated mm-hmm. with that. Right. So this way, even people who didn't purchase it like that, mm-hmm. they also notice that mm-hmm. brand. And then you program into their brain, mm-hmm. like kid ice cream or like right. park work ice cream. Mm-hmm. Or, or yeah, for example, like Coca-Cola is very good at mm-hmm. branding themselves towards of this micro brand of New Year, for example, mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of this. And if I tell you, like, what's the Christmas pop? Mm-hmm. You would probably tell me Coke or Cola, mm-hmm. not Pepsi necessarily. Well, now I live where Coke is based. So yeah, we don't even talk about those others. But <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, but they, they're very good. So like they kind of, you know, associated the mm-hmm. holiday vibe with right. themselves. And mm-hmm. this way they boost the sales throughout mm-hmm. the whole year by mm-hmm. actually just nailing down that nuance right. because they know that a lot of mm-hmm. users are kind of mm-hmm. very, because their emotion that they're trying to evoke mm-hmm. with their brand is like mm-hmm. joy, happiness, magic. Right. And what's right. more magical, joyful mm-hmm. and happy than, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess, mm-hmm. Christmas time, right? right. So this is how they integrate, you know, kind of their brand into the bigger brand mm-hmm. because Christmas is a, a brand, mm-hmm. I mean, set of right. associations and mm-hmm. emotions and associations mm-hmm. with joy, happiness, magic. And they mm-hmm. kind of integrated their brand mm-hmm. into it. And this mm-hmm. way they created this again, powerful synergy that helps them do more business throughout the holidays, mm-hmm. throughout the year and in general, mm-hmm. because again, this is how people would learn about right. that. So this is also a very good mm-hmm. way of brands to be mm-hmm. connected to cultural trends. Mm-hmm to understand the environment, understand who the customers are, and then trying to fit in, you know, into the game and into the most, in the most organic way possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that is extremely mm-hmm. smart of the brands to do. And again, you can only do that when you mm-hmm. know who your audience is, know why they're buying, know who you're serving mm-hmm. to. If you're just selling it to a random person, there's no random person. Mm-hmm. Everyone is different. Everyone right. has their own expectations. Mm-hmm. And again, the mm-hmm. more you know them, the more you tailor. Right. Right. Yeah. And I love that, that, you know, like, like we said, you know, you really add that design element, you know, because we all have gone to websites where the first paragraph you died of boredom and more importantly, you've gone to another website, Um, you know, and, and I think, especially if, if say we allow the sales team to have their input, right. You know, they're going to put every question that you could possibly answer on the homepage. No. You know, I want, you know, yeah, you obviously have to have stuff on the homepage, but maybe you don't answer those detailed questions until further in, you know, you kind of start bringing them into it and it's hard, you know, because we were like, but we have to tell them everything. We really, really have to tell them everything. You don't, you know, it's, it's that. And, you know, I think one of the big things, and I talk about this in, in like a mastermind group I'm in is developing that relationship. And it's weird to think that you're developing a relationship with a website, but it's like you said, you know, if it says, Hey, Deb, I'm like, Ooh, uh, you know, and, and so then it piques my interest and I look a little bit further into it. And, and then it allows me to see, you know, maybe I only like red apples or green apples. So I'm not going to see the other types. Now, you know, I have to have given you that information, or maybe it's based on previous purchases or things like that. But 
you know, it's, I don't know, with AI, who knows? Uh, maybe it's going to read our minds, right? Um, but um, but yeah, it's it's all about, again, how do we capture their interest in many cases without boring them to tears? Yeah, this is where, again, this is where the creative and design team, I think, are stepping into the game. So again, from one side, you would have mm-hmm. sales uh business founders right and uh the task that they have to do so we want to sell this product and again they have this expectation so what mm-hmm. results they want to get mm-hmm. but then again the creative and design is this translation medium mm-hmm. of how to translate right. the business challenge mm-hmm. into the language that mm-hmm. will be resonating with you there right or with me mm-hmm. and this way we you create the best message and then you mm-hmm. put it out on the production mm-hmm. and i think really like this is the biggest kind of guilty guilty thing of a lot of businesses mm-hmm. is skipping this intermediate Mm -hmm. translation part and just flashing out things Mm -hmm. how they are on the same language Mm -hmm. on the business language or what the founders themselves Mm -hmm. think because founders again right they're tell us they're always telling us they're always like the bright starts Mm -hmm. and again they would always frequently assume that they're best at everything that they Mm -hmm. do because they have this kind of we started this it's my baby Mm -hmm. exactly and this this confidence and stuff but yeah really like having this trust to Mm -hmm. give that to some intermediary Mm -hmm. who can do it in the best way possible because again this is our job like we're the translators we've been doing it Mm -hmm. for everybody the whole career like we've been learning how to extract Mm -hmm. what's needed from the business side and how to connect to people how to interview them and get Mm -hmm. to know what they're thinking Mm -hmm. what they would think of this potential campaign or like what's in their heads or Mm -hmm. why are they making this this or that decision or purchase and this is also again like is a very important part and i see it skipped a lot of times as well like ah we don't have time to talk to the customers we right. know what they want. we know what they want yeah and you do you probably do but when you ask and go deeper the deeper you go in learning right. about who your customer mm-hmm. is the more insights you can find that you you would have never otherwise gotten mm-hmm. and it can get you doing like mm-hmm. some very cool things mm-hmm. in terms of getting this uh you know, products right. selling out mm-hmm. way more yeah. than that well, yeah, I think the the one of the issues is that we do make a lot of assumptions. I mean, first of all, people assume, you know, this this thing that I have created is wonderful and people are going to buy it. Well, you know, maybe only my mother is going to be the person who buys it. And everybody else is like, I didn't really need that. And we see that all the time, right? Um, you know, I mean, all you have to do is go into a store and see that stuff is not selling. Uh, you know, and you look at it like, hmm, who came up with that idea? But, you know, it's... And and then we think we know again how they're going to purchase. You know, back to the apples. I might want to buy twelve at a time. You might have thought I wanted to buy a case. Well, I don't have a place to store a case. I'm, I, you know, it's all going to go bad. All those various things. So you, like you said, you you need to ask those things. Maybe I want a apple. Now I'm going to order an apple off of website. Probably not. But you might be directing me. To where to buy that apple. So maybe, you know, here in the States, it would be, you know, wild oats or sprouts or even, you know, one of the, the big, big grocery stores. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it is about, again, the more information you have, the more likely we are to make those sales or at least get them to that next step. For sure. And there's also huge signs of how to make that again offer attractive. And mm-hmm. it also mm-hmm. is about how it looks, what it sounds, mm-hmm. where it is placed. Is there any like, again, emotional part of how you get to the purchase part of it? Because just as a brand with every single thing in business, you have this kind of the funnel Mm -hmm. itself of the customers, Mm -hmm. right? First, like 
they get to learn about you. Then they come to your store, for example, or whatever the medium of the purchasing mm-hmm. is. Then they purchase something. Then they have this period of mm-hmm. they used it and they have this first emotion about mm-hmm. they used it. And they also consider uh, what other people right. are thinking about this product and this influences mm-hmm. their opinion a lot because people like to belong also to mm-hmm. some kind of right. um, categories of people. Mm-hmm. And then you have this after purchase thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you didn't like the Apple, can you do something about it? Is there right. a way to kind of, mm-hmm. right? tell about it mm-hmm. or does the company ask did, did you like the apple or not right. this whole thing forms the, the experience mm-hmm. of yourself mm-hmm. and this whole thing can mm-hmm. be designed like all the steps mm-hmm. that could be thoughtfully right. mm-hmm. designed and mm-hmm. again this is why mm-hmm. i use the term design because it's mm-hmm. not about placing a beautiful mm-hmm. image it's about creating right this way or how to maximize the experience right and this is what i'm probably most mm-hmm. passionate about in our job and this is probably the part that is kind of hardest to communicate on the marketing level of things because again each of the projects you know it would require this specific kind of thing and we also had this very fun thing where we had to communicate about the banking app that was just launching in mm-hmm. Ukraine for the entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to really like make all the entrepreneurs know that there is going to be this app launching. And again, uh, the, the business initially came with a, just like a request for some banner sort of thing. Like we just want to place a banner. And what we came up with actually is the idea of creating first of the website where people like the entrepreneurs mm-hmm. can actually, and this is about small businesses, mm-hmm. I'm saying, they can place their free ad on this website. So like, hey, we're this kind of business and we do this and that because mm-hmm. this is really a problem to find small, mm-hmm. very small businesses online. So we are, we're going to create this bulletin where they can place their ad and you as a regular users can come in and just explore what kind okay. of businesses mm-hmm. exist in every mm-hmm. So it's like a marketplace like type of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like more like about information. So you cannot right. directly like purchase something mm-hmm. from the website, but you can learn that in, in construction, there are right. 500 businesses in mm-hmm. Ukraine. And then mm-hmm. in selling apples, there is this and this. Mm-hmm. But for the small businesses, mm-hmm. they usually don't have the budget mm-hmm. to promote themselves on mm-hmm. that kind of level. And we can give them this opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the brand slogan of the uh, company was, of the whole company, the mm-hmm. whole product that was helping the mm-hmm. entrepreneurs with the taxes. It was like, we're helping the entrepreneurs. And we said like, okay, let's actually make this whole right. campaign let's help about them. health yeah <laughs> so we're not just placing a big image saying like we help entrepreneurs but mm-hmm. let's actually help them promote so we mm-hmm. create this website where mm-hmm. they can place their free ad mm-hmm. and we're going to show this website on the biggest screen of the country mm-hmm. so we're going to mm-hmm. buy real estate and we're going to be you know flashing out the banners of different businesses this way you as a regular business with mm-hmm. not, not that a lot of budget mm-hmm. you can end up on the biggest screen of the country mm-hmm. and i call that like a campaign and you know mm-hmm. this is the very often the result of what we mm-hmm. actually do mm-hmm. uh, and this is where the business actually comes you know with the challenge mm-hmm. like we want to let all the people know that this and this and this and that mm-hmm. and this way you can work with this creative brief and then get it out and when the trust exists between the business and the creative provider agency so to say mm-hmm. these things are possible but mm-hmm. if you come and you know i need a design of the banner you know kind of mm-hmm. 500 pixels for 400 pixels mm-hmm. we can do it Right. But maybe there's a way better way to do these things mm-hmm. and achieve the result. Mm-hmm. So I am extremely happy when the founders are coming with a problem. They're mm-hmm. saying like, we need this to happen in the world. And we as a designer with all these creative brainstorming sessions and including clients combining all mm-hmm. the ideas together, we can come up with a very mm-hmm. good way. And it is also very frequent when the mm-hmm. clients are open like that. 
they would come explaining what they need and saying that they need a website. Mm -hmm. But we would say, hey, wouldn't you think that actually making a short like explainer video and showing that to a bunch of people is going to be way more informative in your case? Because, for example, you're doing a physical product and just showing how cool it is, how it works, what it consists Mm -hmm. of is going to leave a way stronger impression Mm -hmm. than having this bulletin website with bazillion pages where you Mm -hmm. read the specs and try to figure Mm -hmm. out what it does. And this way, yeah, I really love the the, the founders Mm -hmm. that are really like, you know, Mm -hmm. trusting the the vendor, trusting the other party. Mm -hmm. They're open to exploring Mm -hmm. all the ideas and they're not hold, Mm -hmm. hold on to like kind of my internal concept is about, you know, kind of making something I want from this Mm -hmm. world. Back to that ego. Yeah, you, you want you want the result? Well, you want you want the result, or do you want to express mm-hmm. yourself? Right. And the most successful people that we worked with, the greatest ideas were always born out of this kind mm-hmm. of right. mindset of not mm-hmm. being linked to uh, or attached mm-hmm. to things like right. that. And this is also repeating a lot mm-hmm. in the designers themselves right. when they are starting out. They are very about they're a lot about expressing themselves. So mm-hmm. whenever you would give edits, they'll mm-hmm. be just like defensive, protective, mm-hmm. they'll be hating you like, ah, they're like, you know, it was my creature and now mm-hmm. you're telling me it, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is what I teach my designers and thankfully we almost don't have any starter designers. Mm-hmm. We always work with us. Right. Like mm-hmm. Senior, senior, mm-hmm. blast level. So they're used to feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And like in this mindset, you know that, yeah, the more mm-hmm. ideas you have, the more kind of mm-hmm. discussions mm-hmm. with people with different polls are mm-hmm. happening, the, the better the result. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. It just reminded me uh, long ago when I was in, in university and, and it, taking an English class, we got, you know, we got back whatever it was that we had written and every single paper had lots of red ink. You know, the professor had just, you know, all over everything. And, and of course we all went, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and he said, folks, they're not your babies. They're just words. <laughs> you know? And and that really did kind of make me think about it. It's like, yeah, you know, we we uh, we we do think of them at whether it's the, the design, the text, the whatever it is, as our baby. But it's, you know, it, it is something that is easy to fix. And you know, and, and most importantly, again, we want to fix it so that we're able to sell our product or service. So saying, but I want it worded this way, you might be stuck on that, but if that's not the way that's gonna gonna help, that's that's the big thing. Um, you know, well, oh my gosh, we've only got about five minutes left. And and I do want to ask just a little bit about, you know, we we mentioned you're in Kiev and how you know you are continuing to contribute to your economy, to you know, all of the various things, but what is it like to be working in a war zone? Yeah, uh, it is specific way of working, I would say, but it, it adds a lot of spices to your life, I believe. What <laughs> it means is like when you wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm very happy I woke up. I believe you know, you're not. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to feel this pleasure if you're somewhere somewhere else, I believe. Uh, as a business person, I would say we had to understand what the situation mm-hmm. is and how to mitigate the risks and mm-hmm. make sure that everything is working right. flawlessly mm-hmm. and smoothly always. So we thankfully did it like uh, more than a year ago because here, here is like the worries for two years already. Mm-hmm. So we kind of figured out how to remanage, how to take the risks into consideration, how to put them into action. Right. So we always have all the backup plans. We would always have like the backup vendors. If something just goes wrong for some reason, we're super secure on the mobilization mm-hmm. stuff. 
So we already really took a big set of measures that help us to work uh, mm-hmm. in the way we work. And mm-hmm. again, half of our team is remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The other half is just located in different cities other than Kiev. Uh, mm-hmm. The people from Kiev are also like ladies and men. So there's like, there's so many risk mm-hmm. factors that are actually mm-hmm. like taken uh, there. So the only thing that is left is just to stay strong, like morally. And this is where the belonging to community and doing meaningful projects comes into place. Right. And we've been doing very good social projects since the beginning of the war. Mm-hmm. We had this startup Stigia that has helped already a, a million people mm-hmm. to receive uh, humanitarian aid. And there's a bunch of other stuff. We also are helping, helping with the project uh, by president's office, which is childcare. Mm-hmm. It's about helping the kids to find foster families and being adopted. Um, and there are way more ways of how you can like uh, mm-hmm. work with kids. So yeah, like working on that kind of project is something that is our also of natural calling even before the war, but in war, it also, you know, kind of gets that special meaning, I believe, uh, to ourselves and what we do. And for me, as for the founder, I also feel proud that we didn't have to lay off anybody since right. the beginning. Oh, the wow. Year. That's wonderful. Yeah. Moreover, we hired more people. Mm-hmm. So I understand that I can provide a good economic situation for the people that are working. I can help the talented folks to keep doing what they're doing, to keep spreading that creativity. And yeah, I guess, uh, you know, what kind of challenge can we not go through if we went through? (laughs) This is true. So I believe tight deadlines, complex Mm -hmm. briefs, uh, complex tasks are just like nothing because really um, everything is... uh, There's priorities, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, then there's comparison always. So you, yeah, I would say that this is definitely, this made us like way stronger, Mm -hmm. way braver. Mm -hmm. And we're more, way more into doing what we love because we understand like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if world ends tomorrow, would I still be doing this thing that I'm doing? And all of us will be doing things that Mm -hmm. they are doing. And they're even more kind of, Mm -hmm. kind of passionate about like acknowledging like what what life Mm -hmm. is i believe Mm -hmm. and just the whole world situation would Mm -hmm. kind of look shaky a little bit right now so hopefully uh, world war is not yeah i know i you know you don't even want to turn the tv on and all of those things but wow you know it just it 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 puts a lot into perspective you know and 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 i would just encourage folks to really think about that but you know when I, i want to wrap up here and and of course one of the things that i was thinking about was you know we mentioned you know, people want to do it themselves because it's less expensive, all of these things. And, but in truth, you might, you might be saving money, but you're not making as much money as you could be when you work with a professional. So tell us how to, because, you know, this is, you know, like we said, you know, everything works remotely now. So how do people find you and, and what are the services that you provide? Okay, so you can find us at thecream.com. You mentioned properly. It's Q-R-E-A-M. Uh, or you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Bardan Podichuk. Uh, it might be hard to type, but I'm probably... It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the show notes. And again, we do website design. We do brand strategy and brand identity. We do creative communications. Mm-hmm. And we also do product design, for all the, which is UI, UX product design, okay. as it's called, that because we work in the tech sphere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is the thing that we are uh, working on. We got amazing 
staff on board that is absolutely happy to work on creative challenges. Uh, we are successfully working with Viber mm-hmm. for three years already, I believe, mm-hmm. and doing a bunch of different stuff. And we also have lo- lots of different amazing clients, mm-hmm. but we used to work with startups more. Therefore, uh, they would be like kind of mm-hmm. smaller names, I would mm-hmm. say, but in the end of the day, a very good impact. Now we're serving more and more like uh, the middle-sized businesses nice. and the enterprise businesses because mm-hmm. they acknowledge themselves better. So like uh, the startups, they have mm-hmm. this DIY vibe, which is absolutely great. Mm-hmm. But again, not necessarily mm-hmm. like the tool set that we have is way more suiting for somebody right. who has the problem, mm-hmm. has the vision, mm-hmm. knows who is going to target, why, how. So mm-hmm. like I would say in terms of we're heavier artillery of mm-hmm. creative stuff, I would mm-hmm. say. And yeah, that's why working with middle size and mm-hmm. bigger businesses is also something that we are very focused on right now. So I yeah, and I also wanted to make a sh- huge shout out. You also like brought up the, the work question. I would say like zero of our clients ever raised any kind of concerns about like, you know, is my project going to be, is it going to be safe or something? Right. I've heard this kind of like this saying that this might be the risk somewhere, but no, I wanted to make a public shout out if any of my clients are watching that or maybe in potential clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for supporting Ukraine. Thank you for having this trust. And we are doing everything more than we can uh, to deliver, over-deliver. And we are very it. hungry for that because, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, this way you can uh, s- supply the global creativity, do cool things in the world. And just, uh, yeah. So thank you for supporting Ukraine, trusting mm-hmm. Ukrainian companies, working with Ukrainian businesses, despite everything that might be uh, on the table. I love it. I love it. Well, oh my gosh, this has been inspirational, motivational, all of those various things. I would love to to talk with you again. You'll maybe get an update later on down to, to see what's going on. But until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Uh, final thoughts, I would say. Let me come up with something epic in the beginning. I mean, in the end of the conversation. Um, final thought, be yourself and don't be afraid to express it. At the same time, trust others. I would say this is the sum up of the whole conversation in business, in personal life, in everywhere. Trust is everything. Your gut feeling is everything. Being yourself is everything. So combining these three things together, I believe, is going to provide a very successful path in life. And success is happiness. I believe. At least oh, my in- gosh. Wonderful, wonderful. I love this. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful discussion with Bogdan Paladicek. And see, I think I got through it, right? (laughs) And so until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.